It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell, and thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? All right, salute. What's up? All right, that's that Harlem thing. I should say salam. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into that too much, you know, too deep. But, you know, how are you doing today? I hope everybody's doing fine. All right, a Florida man hits his pregnant girlfriend in the head with a frying pan and then stabs her over some text messages that he found in her phone. You know, I'll talk about this all the time, domestic violence, because, like I said, I'm a man myself, and I know men, all right? I know men have um, egos, and men's egos are extremely fragile. Versus a woman... Women do have egos too, but theirs are not so fragile, right? A woman will, if she if she if she's willing to listen, she will listen. If she's willing to listen, depending on the circumstances. But a man fragile, he gets very angry, especially a man that's um not too educated. See what I'm saying? All right, his name is Thaddeus Davis. He's 27 years old, and he was arrested for allegedly punching a woman in the mouth last week. A Florida man allegedly hit his pregnant girlfriend in the head with a cooking pan and stabbed her with a kitchen knife during a heated argument over some text messages in her cell phone. The incident occurred in September 12th, but Thaddeus Davis, 27 years old, wasn't arrested until last week when he allegedly punched a woman, another di a different woman, in the mouth, and then he fled the scene. News sources reported at the time of the attack on his girlfriend, she was seven weeks pregnant, the news outlet reported, citing a Miami-Dade police outfit, David. The couple shared a four-month-year-old child. Mm -hmm. Davis apparently demanded to see the woman's text messages. When she refused, he allegedly hit her on the head with a frying pan and grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed her on her left side. He fled the scene with the woman's phone. She called the police and was taken to a hospital, and she was in stable condition. Mr. Davis was still free till November 1st when he allegedly punched a woman in the mouth during an argument. This guy has serious um, anger problems. Responding officers later learned that he was wanted for an alleged stabbing in September, back in September. While in police custody, he kept hitting the transport van and caused damage to the metal wall inside the transport van, resulting in another charge, police stated. Hours later, during the booking process into the jail, he kicked the corrections officer, authorities stated. He is charged with armed robbery, attempted first-degree murder with a deadly weapon, aggravated battery on a pregnant victim with a deadly weapon, domestic battery, resistant officer without violence, criminal mischief, and battery on a corrections officer, according to the jail records. This guy is like, he don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? He's um, 27 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at his photo. You could tell that you can't really tell judge by the picture sometimes, but this guy, he looks like he's a knucklehead. 
He don't care. He don't listen too well. You know what I'm saying? He feels like he could do whatever he want. You know? That's how he looks like. You know, this guy, Thaddeus Davis, he faced multiple charges for attacking his girlfriend and attacking a corrections officer. All right? So he punched another woman in the mouth uh, last week. This is crazy. Thaddeus Davis, 27 years old. All right. And what did I said yesterday? I, I told you, you need fathers back in the home. All right. When you don't have a father in the home, this is what you get. This is what comes up out of the situation. All right. This is this is what's going to come out of the environment. All right. A Florida man allegedly hit his pregnant girlfriend in the head with a cooking pan and stabbed her with a knife, a kitchen knife, during a heated argument over text messages. See, his, his ego was fragile right there. We talk about this every time, just different story. Same shit, different story. All right. The incident occurred on September 12th. Mr. Thaddeus Davis, 27 years old, was arrested until last week when he allegedly punched another woman in the mouth and fled the scene. At the time of the uh, at the time of the attack on his girlfriend, she was only seven weeks pregnant. The news outlet reported, citing a Miami-Dade police affidavit. That's um, court documents. The couple shared a four-month-old child. Mr. Davis apparently demanded to see the woman's text messages. When she refused, he allegedly hit her in the head with the pan and grabbed the kitchen knife and stabbed her on her left side. You know what I'm saying? This guy is possessive, man. He, he, he can't take the pressure. He's weak. You see what I'm saying? In his mind, he don't see that. In his mind, he thinks that he's the man. He believes that full-heartedly, all right? But he's weak. You see what I'm saying? If he if he felt like he was ju- the biggest junk dog, the junkyard dog in the on yard, he would, let's see him do that to another guy. He probably would have been killed. See what I'm saying? He's fragile. He's extremely fragile. He can't take. He probably can't even take constructive criticism. That's how fragile he probably is. I'm pretty sure he is. All right. So. This guy is, is sick in the head, and he, I guarantee he can't come at a man like that. Of course he's going to come at a woman like that because women are smaller. They're they, 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 they not big like a man, so I'm saying? So of course he's going to freaking be a bully to a female, but he can't be a bully to a man because he's too fragile. He's going to get hurt, you see what I'm saying? I bet you he's going to be a very good boy when he's sitting in jail. Pretty sure of it. I'm 100% sure. He's going to be very nice and calm, but when he's around the women, he's not calm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take somebody real to tell him that. Like, bro, you acting mad pussy, my nigga. Like, you need to fall back. Like, why are you treating the women like that? That shows that you're the softest person in the planet, my nigga. Why would you be like that? Calm down. You need to figure out what's going on inside of you. You got, you got hurt inside of you. You got hurt uh, uh, feelings built up inside of you. Only hurt people hurt other people. So you got something going on with you and you don't want to talk about it because you think that you big and bad when you're not. You're not big and bad. You're about to get yourself hurt if you don't change your ways. All right, Mr. Thaddeus, whatever, Davis, Mr. Thaddeus Davis, 
all right? Calm your goddamn nerves, all right? He probably came from a broken family. He probably had some fucked up shit happen to him when he was a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Don't know who his dad is. He probably do know his father. I don't know his circumstances, but his actions speak louder than words, and I'm telling you, he's weak. He's a fragile human being. You say something to him, if he and if he take it out of context, he's going to get angry. You know what I'm saying? Of course, obviously, he's academically challenged. Of course. I'm pretty sure of it. 100% sure. You know what I'm saying? If he, if he wasn't academically challenged, he wouldn't be in the predicament that he's in now. All right? This is how, this is how you analyze people, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, we're going to keep it moving on some more debauchery news. You know what time it is. This is your man, Ben Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. You know how I, how I give it up. You know how I give it up, yo. So come on, let's keep it moving. All right. A former middle school teacher accused of having sex acts with students as police believe there are more victims of Maryland's Melissa Marie Curtis now is 31 years old and she was charged with sexual abuse of a minor and multiple counts of third and fourth degree sexual offenses. All right, so a former Maryland teacher allegedly engaged in sex acts with underage middle school students, according to police, who said there could be more victims. Melissa Marie Curtis, who is now 31 years old, was a teacher in Montgomery Village Middle School in Montgomery County, Maryland. When the alleged abuse happened in 2015, according to the police, it allegedly continued for several more months when Mrs. Curtis was only 22 years old. The victim, who is now an adult, came forward in early October, which sparked an investigation into the former teacher. Police didn't release any details of the alleged sexual abuse, but detectives believe there may be more additional victims. Mrs. Curtis was employed by the Montgomery School District for two years, according to the police. She also taught at Lakelands Park Middle School. All the incidents took place within Montgomery County, according to law enforcement. The district didn't immediately respond to news sources' requests for comment. A warrant for Mrs. Curtis' arrest was issued on October 31st on charges of sexual abuse of a minor in multiple counts of third and fourth degree sexual offenses. She turned herself in on Tuesday morning. Detectives encouraged potential victims to call a certain number. I don't need to say the number because this is a podcast. There's no need for me to even talk about this. My whole point here is to bring awareness. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it was all over the place. I didn't even want to talk about no goddamn sexual abuse of minors and stuff because I'm tired of that story and it's just everywhere. You know, I flick. I just went through about five different websites. Now her face is right there. Now, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I think the news media is intrigued by women messing with little kids. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Doesn't make any sense. But I'm finna move somewhere else with some more debauchery news. I don't even care about that shit right there. But I should care. You're supposed to care. Because you can't abuse kids. And you definitely can't sexually abuse kids. That is wrong. All right? Can't do that. It's wrong. It's going to cause a cataclysmic problem in our society. And, and that's the truth. I just don't want to talk about it because it is just crazy to me. 
And you know what I'm saying? It, it's just absurd. Yes, I would love to tell the news all the time. But what sickens me is when I see the same type of news every day, I don't like it. It's just annoying and it's disturbing. And it has me wondering what the hell is going on, why people keep doing this, all right? You know it's wrong to mess with a little kid and be sexually abusive, sexually abuse a student. You know that's wrong, but you do it anyway. What compels you to do it? What compels all of these different people to keep messing with sexually abusing children? That is the major question here, and that's what we got to think about. And I know for a fact they are working on some type of new project where they're going to use AI to teach students in school. They're going to take out, they're going to take the humans out because these stories keep emerging. And I'm it, like, that's why I'm getting annoyed. Why people cannot obey the law and just live their lives and stuff like that. Live your life. What is so sexually appealing about a goddamn minor? That's what I don't get. I don't get it. I don't understand why. It don't make any sense. Why am I keep running into these stories? I flipped different websites and it's the same woman. Yesterday it was the same situation. It was a different woman. The other day it was a different woman. Then last week it was a guy that was doing it. There was another there's another guy right now and I don't want to talk about him. We're going to talk about this former Baltimore prosecutor Marilyn Mosby. That's what we're going to talk about right now. A former Baltimore prosecutor Marilyn Mosby faces perjury trials for alleged misuse of her retirement funds. The former MD prosecutor is accused of withdrawing $90,000 in retirement funds to buy houses in Florida. Okay, a former top Baltimore prosecutor lied about her finances during the COVID-19 pandemic to improperly access retirement funds that she used to buy two homes in Florida. A federal prosecutor said Monday at the start of Marilyn Mosby perjury trial. This case is about a lawyer and a public servant who placed her own selfish interests above the truth. Assistant U.S. Attorney Sean Delaney told jurors during the trial's opening statements. A defense attorney countered that Mosby, who gained a national profile for prosecuting Baltimore police officers after Freddie Gray, a black man, died in police custody, was legally entitled to withdraw the money and spent it however she wanted. Mosby told the truth when she certified on paperwork that the pandemic harmed or travel-related business that she formed, said the lawyer Maggie Grace. That's her, uh, her defense attorney, I presume. This case is about a three-page form and what was in Mary. Marilyn Mosby's mind when she completed that form said uh, Grace, an assistant federal public defender. Mosby, who served two terms as state attorney for Baltimore, was indicted on perjury charges before the Democratic primary challenger defeated her last year. All right. You got to highlight that shit right there that I just said. Mosby, who served two terms as state attorney for Baltimore, was indicted on perjury charges before a Democratic primary challenger defeated her last year. 
the 2022 indictment accuses her of withdrawing $90,000 in retirement funds from the city's account while falsely claiming that she has suffered financial hardships from the COVID-19 pandemic. She used the withdrawals as down payments to buy a home in Kissimmee, Florida and a condominium in Longboat Key, Florida. A. Scott Bolden, a lawyer who initially represented Mosby but later withdrew from the case, has described the charges as bogus and claimed that the case is rooted in personal, political, and racial animus. In 2015, her first year in office, Mosby pursued criminal charges against six police officers and Freddie Gray's death. Mr. Gray suffered a spinal injury after public, I mean, after police handcuffed and shackled him and placed him head first into a van. His death led to riots and protests in the city of Baltimore. None of the officers were convicted in that case. U.S. District Judge Lydia K. Grisby agreed to move uh, Mosby's trial from Baltimore to Greenbelt, Greenbelt, Maryland, a suburb of Washington, D.C. Sorry for fumbling, y'all, but you know how I do things, a lot of things at one time. All right, U.S. District Judge Lydia K. Grisby, she agreed to move Mosby's trial from Baltimore to Greenbelt, Maryland, a suburb of Washington, D.C. All right, Mosby's attorneys argued that she couldn't get a fair trial in Baltimore, where they said she has been a lightning rod for nearly a decade, bombarded by negative press coverage, bombarded by negative press co coverage and dogged by persistent criticism of her prosecutorial priorities. Prosecutorial priorities. Prosecutors said Mosby was complaining about press coverage that she has sought and encouraged. Mosby is charged with two counts of perjury and two counts of making false statements on a loan application. Mosby made withdrawals of $40,000 and $50,000 from the Baltimore City's Deferred Compensation Plan in 2020. Ms. Mosby received her full salary of approximately $250,000 that year. Back in 2020, prosecutors say that the money in the retirement account is held in trust and belongs to the city until a planned participant is eligible to make a withdrawal. To argue they argued that Mosby wasn't entitled under the federal law to access the funds in 2020 because her business, Mahogany Elite Enterprises, did not suffer any adverse financial consequences from the pandemic. Delaney said Mosby business had no clients or revenue whatsoever. How can you have an adverse financial consequences if you were paid the same salary for your job? The prosecutor asked, how can a business close if it was never operable? Grace said prosecutors can't prove that Mosby lied about her finances and knowingly made a false statement on the form for accessing her retirement funds. That is a high bar that the government cannot meet and the government cannot meet it because Miss Mosby is innocent, she stated. Mosby isn't charged with a Mosby is not charged with or accused of misusing the retirement money once she obtained it. We will not argue there is a right way to use these funds, and we will not argue that there is a wrong way to use these funds, Delaney stated.
Grace said, Mosby kept her personal business separate from her public service. What she did is not criminal. So that's the first date of her trial. This is what's been happening. Uh, but I said the key thing, though. I said one key thing. I highlighted one thing for everybody so they can understand what's really going on. All right, so... Let me see, where is that? I highlighted the 22. Uh, A. Scott Bolden, that was the first initial defense attorney that was representing Miss Mosby, a lawyer who initially represented Mosby but later withdrew from the case, has described the charges as bogus and claimed that the case is rooted in personal, political, and racial animus. All right? That's the only highlight spot. I just highlighted that right there for the listeners because uh, I don't know what this back and forth thing came from. She did get it from her retirement. Uh, she probably did suffer uh, financial burden in 2020. All right. So it's up to her lawyers to freaking raise the reasonable doubt. Get what I'm saying, y'all? And then, plus, I got, I'm got i doing a whole bunch of things at once. My phone is blowing up. And I'm trying to think at the same time. And then, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm going to do another one. I don't know if I'm going to do another one. Hold on. Let me see. What is this? Right here. New York City public defender resigns after being caught tearing down Israel Hamas war. Uh... I don't know, man. This thing is getting real serious, y'all. Like, there's a lot of incidents that's going all around the country about this Israel-Hamas war. And then I heard some stuff this morning. Uh, I think Candace Owens uh, interviewed somebody uh, Monday night. Well, Monday afternoon. That was yesterday. She interviewed uh, a comedian. He's Jewish. And they were talking about this stuff like that. But I kind of knew that Israel was pointing figures, fingers and they they painted this narrative that the Hamas people were not a government entity and that they were a freaking terrorist group. And I know I know that right there. You see what I'm saying? When Hamas is a government entity, they are a government entity. So I want to keep on going and do another story but well, I will do another one later. In fact, you see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be slack with this podcast right here. But the um, the Hamas and Israeli war is still raging on. It's been a whole month now. Uh, I don't know. These things are... It's a back and forth. I know the United States have interests in that particular area, you know, that's part of the reason why they backing Israel. And then you have Iran who's backing the Palestinians, right? And there's a lot of details that's being, how you say, what's the perfect word? Uh, Like fabricated, a lot of terminologies and a lot of, words or fabricating 
the real situation over there in the um, Gaza Strip. You see what I'm saying? And then I already told you a lot of other details. They're fighting about multiple things similar to America, like uh, social media, uh, LGBTQ, uh, uh, land. They're fighting over land uh, because Israel has expanded over the last couple of decades. So they've been taking land. See what I'm saying? It's a lot of other things, too, involved, all right? And then you got small militia groups, you know, that represents different aspects of religion, you know? There's a lot of other details, you know? Uh, and but what, what everybody else in the media is doing is piecing all of the details to get together, together to get the concrete truth, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that's closest to it. But I'm not going to say I'm the only one because there's other people like Vlad, you know, Vlad TV. Of course, he knows, he's very knowledgeable of it. And there's other people too. They're Jewish and stuff like that. So I got all of my information from some of my Jewish friends, and then you got Palestinians. I got information from them too, and stuff like that. But what concerns me is the uh, the incidents that's going on throughout the country, like Ohio, uh, New York incidents, small little incidents in Chicago. Yesterday, there was an incident of a woman who purposely backed her car into a building. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Because she was offended by a flag that was in front of the building and stuff like that. I recovered that yesterday. Like, it's small incidents that's going on everywhere, all right? There's even some incidents that happened today. Uh, a couple of them happened in New Jersey, and a couple of them happened in uh, New York City. So it's, it raises concern. You know what I'm saying? It kind of raised concern because they, these people are going at each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And like I said, the uh, Israel Defense Forces and Benjamin Netanyahu uh, was pointing fingers and the leaders of Hamas uh, was pointing fingers as well. And plus, there was reports of a building that got uh, demolished and they... They claim that one of the Hamas leaders were in that building and they think they killed them and stuff like that. But those are some of the reports that I've been getting for the last couple of days and things like that. All right. So I'm trying to break everything down. You know, it's a it's a it's a crazy war. I believe they don't even have to fight. They can they can um come to a resolution. And then I think a couple of years back, I think maybe three, four years ago, there was another leader. He was more radical, and he was killed. And that, and I think Benjamin Netanyahu got mad about that. And I think he, there was at a peace treaty. There was a peace treaty between Benjamin Netanyahu and somebody else. I can't remember the man's name. Uh, that's why that's why I always jump on the articles so I could get all of the information correctly because right now I'm just going off of my 
memory, but I I can't remember the other guy's name and the guy that got killed a couple of years back, which caused another conflict and stuff like that. So things was already uneasy years ago, right? They did have like a peace. They did have a peace treaty and then a ceasefire with um, the Biden administration is calling for and other world leaders are calling for it as well. Um, a ceasefire because they can't come to a resolution. They don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's really about the land. It's really about land. That's what really this is all about, land and that Gaza Strip. So that's the problem right there. You know what I'm saying? And then there's other things like our name and stuff. I don't know why they don't talk about it. I don't know why. There's other things, and that's why other commentators don't want to talk about it because they don't want to get crucified or they don't want to get hurt. You see what I'm saying? Because these people, some of these people are very radical. You see what I'm saying? And they'll do things to you to harm you. You see what I'm saying? Some people are extremely, they're extremely extremists, all right? Anyway, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to talk to you later, all right? I'm going to give you some more details, more information, so you can think out loud, all right? This is your man, Benz Pharrell, all right? You know what to do. Just follow me on Instagram, and you can follow me on TikTok. All you got to do is type in the search engine, Box Benji, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, and you will find your man there. Um, Pretty sure I'm on X, but I haven't been on there. I'm got threads. Snapchat is active. I'll be on Snapchat, but there's no point to even try to find me on Snapchat because the same stuff that's on Instagram is on Snapchat. So there's no point to even follow me on Snapchat. I don't really be on Snapchat. It's just like a when I post on Instagram, it's basically. I put it on Snapchat, then I repost it back on Instagram. So just go to the Instagram. This is thinking out loud. I'm gonna talk to you later. Peace.